On this week's edition of the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast, you're going to hear another message from our Rise Crusade 2019. This week, we hear from Nate Franklin. Nate Franklin pastors over at Cornerstone Church in Fresno. We hope you're blessed by what you hear. And from all of us here at Teen Challenge of Southern California, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Listen in. What up, Fresno? All right, y'all got to get a little. I know it's hot. It ain't that hot. We live here in, Ju- in June and July. What up, Fresno? Man, that's what I like to see, man. Isn't it awesome what Teen Challenge is doing, not just here locally, but globally, touching and changing lives? Can we just give it up for Teen Challenge? That's so awesome, man. You guys are in, you guys are in for a treat with everything else that's going on, but you got to listen to me for a couple minutes. Can I tell you all a quick story? It's a true story, I promise. So a couple weeks ago, I don't know if you've ever had this bug, you were driving your car and you go, I just want to get a new one. Well, I had that happen to me. I don't know where it came from, but it happened. And so I ended up getting a brand new car. Okay, I told you I'd tell you the truth. Not a brand new car, just new to me. Some of y'all know how that goes. You don't buy brand new, you just go brand used. It just works for you. Well, I had it. And I had it and I loved it and I was driving around with it. And then I decided it's time for me to go out of town for a few days. So I packed up, I got in my car, I drove out of town, I drove over the mountain and through the woods to grandmother's house. No, that's a story, another story. I got to the city where I was, I pulled up, I got to the hotel, handed the valet the keys and I was like, man, I'm about to have the best two days ever by myself. Got into my hotel room, Five minutes later, the parking garage called me. Yeah, exactly. When does the parking garage ever call you? The parking garage called me and said, hey, we're having some issues. You're having issues? Explain. Like you personally, the parking garage, because there's no way my car is having issues. I said, excuse me, Mr. Franklin. I thought they were talking to my father for a second because nobody calls me Mr. Franklin. Excuse me, Mr. Franklin, your car won't move. And I don't know if you can imagine, I think some of y'all did by the way you went, oh, that feeling that went here. I'm out of town, I'm at a distance away. And to know that my new car has now got issues. Your new car's not supposed to have issues. That's why you transition from an old car to a new car to get rid of those old issues. No, but I think back to that moment a couple weeks ago, and that's how, that's how my life has been. To where I feel like if I just transition out of one season into the next season, I'll get rid of my issues. But just transitioning from season to season doesn't get rid of your issues. Because can I just put us all on the level playing field? Even though my pastors, my parents are pastors, and your parents may not be, we all got issues. And no transition from one season to the next is going to completely get rid of all of your issues. There's actually, a, there's actually a scripture in the Bible that talks about this. It's a story of a lady that has had an issue for 12 years. 12 years. She had an issue. It was a physical issue. It was an issue of blood. She was labeled unclean by society. People around her said, you've got to fix this issue before we connect with you. Have you ever had a problem in your life so big that it's caused people to look at you differently and said, when you fix that, I'll connect with you. That's what this woman had to deal with for 12 years. 
It wasn't just an issue, something that she could just brush aside. It became the issue of her life. How do I know that? Because when she woke up in the morning, it's all she thought about. When she got her paycheck, it's all she spent her money on. When she went to bed at night, it's every nightmare she had, not dream. Dealing and centered around this issue. I'm not unlike this woman. I've had issues in my life to say, to become the central focus of my life. Where everything I did in my life was centered around just fixing that issue. That we somehow have come to believe that if we would just fix the issue, we would be normal. If we would just fix the issue, everything would be better. And this woman lived this cycle for 12 years. But then, the Bible tells me that, and she heard about a man named Jesus. And I don't know what you've got going on in your life. I don't know where you've come from today. I don't know where you're at walking out there because I know y'all can hear me out at the fair. There's something about hearing Jesus and doing something about it. See, when you're in the middle of a struggle, when you're in the middle of having your own issues, what you listen to matters. I'm so thankful that this verse, these three words that she heard about Jesus, she was listening, looking for hope-filled language. What are you listening to when you're struggling? What people do you have speaking into your life when everything's falling apart? Because what you listen to matters. And this woman, the Bible tells me she heard about Jesus. It doesn't tell me she knew Jesus. It doesn't tell me that she hung out with him, that she saw him perform miracles. She just heard about a hope that came through a man named Jesus. And that's what Jesus is. Jesus brings hope back into our lives. Well, she heard about it and she acted on it. And it says that she went to where Jesus was. But you got to imagine, Jesus, and people don't like to say it, was a celebrity. He wasn't like our celebrities, but people wanted to be around him because he was changing and transforming lives. She wasn't just going to walk up to Jesus' front door and say, knock, knock, I'm here, fix my issue. Everybody was around Jesus. But she knew that she had to get to Jesus. The Bible tells me that she worked her way through this busy crowd. You know, there's things in our lives just like this crowd that block us from receiving Jesus. Some of you may have grown up in church or not grown up in church, but you're, the things that block you are the same as the things that block me. The first thing this woman had to decide to let go of was her own perspective. For 12 years, she had paid, she had gotten opinions, she had thought her, through her own roads of discouragement and encouragement. She had to deal with doubts and depression. Her own perspective had to change to believe that Jesus this man that may, that the possibility of a miracle could actually happen, could do that. What in your mind is stopping you from reaching out to Jesus today? Because I know that you're tired like this woman and you've tried, you've tried everything. And when I mean everything, you've tried everything. But it's your mind that gets in the way. It's your own doubts, it's your own anxieties. And this woman had to let go of her perspective. The second thing she had to let go of was the people. She literally had to move through a crowd of people. This ain't gonna feel good, guys. I hope you love me afterwards. But who in your life is stopping you from getting to Jesus? Because I've found in my own life the things that, it wasn't just my thought process, it wasn't just the negative language that I would hear, it was the people that I allowed in my inner circle that kept me from my miracle. God wants to do something for you today, out at the fair, 
But there's a relationship you're in. There's an engagement that you've got going on that's keeping you from a possibility of a miracle. It wasn't just her perspective. It wasn't just people. But let's not forget about her pain. She wrestled for 12 years. You can talk me up. You can tell me all the good logos and language that you you want, but you're never going to outlive my pain. Can I tell you something about your problem? Your pain is real. But your pain won't change your current situation. It will just remind you of your yesterday life. And from the moment that we allow pain to determine my future, I'm replaying a rerun of what my life already was. And this woman had to say, I'm fed up with allowing the pain to dictate me. I'm fed up with allowing this to to keep me where I'm at. There's no possibility of a miracle living in pain. But she decided, if I could just get to Jesus. It says that she just, she believed so much that if she just got close enough to touch him, not to take a selfie with him, not to get an autograph, but close enough to touch him. Fast forward through the story. The lady touches him. The Bible says that she was completely cleansed. And then Jesus speaks. And Jesus says, hold up a minute. Somebody touched me. Wait, time out. He's in a crowded room. Everybody's touching him. No, no, no. Somebody touched me differently. Can I tell you that just being in proximity to Jesus isn't the same as being in the presence of Jesus? And many of you are here today sitting out trying to check your church box off. Many Teen Challenge students are here because you've got to. Can I tell you, just being here doesn't change your life. But when you reach out to Jesus and allow him to do something internal, something inside of you, that's the moment of transformation. It's not proximity that that changes you. It's the presence of Jesus. And if I could leave you with one thing today that this woman did because she got close to Jesus, is I want you to have the permission to just reach to Jesus today. I know this is unconventional. We're kind of having a church service outside in the middle of the big Fresno Fair. But you know what's stopping you is not your surroundings. It's what's going on inside of you. And if we could just learn from this woman that she reached to Jesus. When she reached out to Jesus, the faith that was inside of her that caused her to reach to him was the same faith that enabled her to be saved and to be healed. I don't care if you've been wrestling with something for 10 years, 15 years, or two weeks. Today's your day that I want to give you permission for the rest of the afternoon to just reach to Jesus. When the worship team comes up, I dare you to reach to Jesus. When Gary Wilkerson comes up, I dare you to reach to Jesus. When Nikki Cruz comes up, I dare you to reach to Jesus because it's in your reaching to him that he reaches into you. Can I pray over us today? Can I just pray that God would be here in this place and that he would take whatever pain is going on inside of you, that you would get not into proximity of Jesus, but because you got into the presence of Jesus, you are made whole. Can we pray today? God, thank you for what you're doing out in this sun. God, thank you for this beautiful amphitheater. Thank you for the big Fresno Fair, but thank you for your presence. It's not the process that we go through. It's not the programs that we go through. It's your presence. And being in your presence changes everything. God, I pray today that you would break down the walls, break down the things that are getting in the way of us hearing your word. God, and as every singer and every uh, speaker comes up after this, God, that we would hear your word, that we would declare your praises. 
God, and we would be transformed because today there's a possibility of a miracle. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't already, subscribe today on your mobile device to get exclusive new content from Teen Challenge of Southern California. For more information, visit us on the web at teenchallenge.org.